1: Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Tyler Beekler with Start It Now. Welcome, Tyler.
0: Thank you, Lee. Appreciate it.
1: Well, before we get too far into things, tell us a little bit about Start It Now. How are you serving folks?
0: Well, um, I basically am taking my past 17 years of experience of starting and growing companies from the ground up. And now I like to help work with other entrepreneurs and business owners and teach them uh, how to do how to do what I did and uh, try and accelerate it a lot for them. Help them figure out a lot of the messes that I went through personally um, and avoid a lot of the pitfalls so that they can grow up faster.
1: Now, are there is this kind of open to any kind of entrepreneur? Or are there certain entrepreneurs in certain industries? Is this like kind of manufacturing? Is it tech? Is it healthcare? Or, or can it be anybody?
0: You know, I like to always say that business is kind of universal. There are a lot of principles that, um, you know, apply across all businesses, but my areas of expertise that I've got uh, a lot of experience in are in the tech industry, uh, also within um, restaurants, food and beverage, uh, and a little bit of retail, but um, that's majority of where I've got my experience. And so I can help those people uh, most efficiently having that experience there.
1: So in the restaurant or retail space, is this something that um, maybe there's a mom and pop that wants to grow and then you help them you know, get to a new level or maybe franchise? or like, How do you help kind of somebody in that space uh, grow?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can, uh, I can definitely do both of those. Um, a lot of people have some fantastic businesses and great ideas. And really, it's just understanding what they need to do to execute in order to take that next step and to branch out. Um, and so let's say there was a mom and pop that wanted to expand and they wanted another location or a franchise um, or they just simply want to grow their business and make more money, become more efficient. Um, I've done all of those things with past businesses. And so that's what I uh, help to aim them to, excuse me, what I aim to help them do be more efficient and continue to grow to um, better their business in their life.
1: Now, is your work typically around operations? Is it around sales? Is it around marketing? Um, like, do you, or do you help kind of holistically? You know, over everything.
0: Um, it's kind of holistically over everything. Uh, like a lot of entrepreneurs, when I began and started out in my businesses, um, you know, I did everything. Like a lot of business owners do, I wore every hat, as they say. Did operations. Did sales. Did the accounting. Did uh, procedures and. Um, growth strategy, you name it, everything, trainings, creating all the training material. So having that experience, uh, you know, I know what a lot of business owners are going through. And so I can bring that experience to help them understand where are they spending their time and where should they not be spending their time? One of the biggest things that I run into with a lot of business owners is that, you know, they see a problem or they see a perceived problem within their business and they're trying to fix it and they're trying to do it all themselves. And, Really, it's helping them understand what they need to let go of and let someone else help them with so that they can focus on the things that they're really best at uh, and continue to grow their business.
1: Now, what does an engagement look like? Are you typically coming in because there is a crisis with this business that they plateaued or they're frustrated or something, you know, or they could be kind of in dire straits? Or is it something that they're doing well and you're just there to help them get to a new level?
0: Um, generally speaking, a lot of people that I'm working with are doing very well for themselves. It's not exactly that they're, you know, uh, two, two months away from closing their doors or anything like that. It's really just that they may have a business. They started it from the ground up. It's their passion and their pride. And they've gotten it to a point where they're making a living for themselves, but they feel completely overwhelmed. They've put so much into it and they've been integrated themselves into the business so much. That they are kind of their own um, their own bottleneck, and they really just need some help understanding what they can do in order to actually rise above that and to really run their business and to grow it. You know, as they say, working on your business rather than working in it.
1: Um,
0: being able to run things much more efficiently and distribute um, organizational skills and responsibilities within the business so that they can continue to grow it. Because if every piece of it needs their hands on it, they're going to be limited at some point, and they really can't go beyond whatever their own capacity is.
1: Now, are there symptoms for people out there that might recognize themselves that they are the bottleneck? Are there symptoms that that you might be the bottleneck in your organization?
0: Absolutely. Um, Just about any time that anyone is a business owner and you feel like And when I say you feel like if you think about it every single day and you say every day, there's a task or a series of tasks that you have to complete that you feel overwhelm you and are always taking all of your time. And you feel like those tasks are taking precedence over the other things that you think you should be doing. You're recognizing a point in your business in which you are maxed out and you have created a situation in which You know, you have to have your hand or your eyes on whatever that is coming through your business. And you may not even need to, may not even need to have that on there. It can actually function without you or someone else can take care of it, but it's just a, you know, habit thing, right? We're creatures of habit. And so they continue to do it without realizing that they are getting overwhelmed. They're feeling stressed and they're feeling more busy than they've ever been before, but they don't recognize it on the balance sheet of their business. They don't see it in the quality of their life um, because as the business tries to grow and demands more of them. They just willingly give their time rather than understand how do I make this more efficient?
1: Now, is there any baby steps these people can take to kind of test the waters about delegating or moving things off of their plate into their others? Cause it sounds like they might have trust issues or they might think like, Hey, I can get it done faster myself than telling somebody else. Like, like they can rationalize it a million different ways, but are there baby right. steps they could take today They can, you know, offload some of these things to give themselves some more space and more breathing room and more time to think about, you know, the important things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think anybody can really take some baby steps towards it. It's about letting go, delegating. It's about figuring out what are the most important things to be done in your business and who can help accomplish those. Um. Baby steps would be like, you know, sitting on and figuring out what is a a task that you can, you do every single day. And if you really think about it, let's say that this task didn't get done or didn't get done properly. What would be the compounding effect in your business? Would it be a huge deal or would it be a small deal? Well, it's important. It has to get done. But if it didn't get done today, it wouldn't be the end of the world. It just wouldn't get done. Okay. Start with one of those tasks that won't, you don't feel like it'll blow your whole world up if it doesn't get done or gets done wrong start with one of those, delegate it to somebody and and create a process for it. And, you know, prepare yourself for if it doesn't get done, then what happens? Well, you need to train them a little bit further. Can you get someone else in that position of completing that task that simply takes your time and understanding what the consequences are? And when it's something that's less stressful or, you know, they don't feel like it'll blow up their world, it's an easy place to start rather than saying, well, I'm just handing the you know, the keys to the whole castle over to a manager and I'm just going to step away and hope that the place doesn't burn to the ground because that's how people feel when they think about giving those tasks that they always complete over to somebody else.
1: Now, is there, um, how much of this is kind of mindset and how much is it a just lack of knowledge?
0: You know, I would have to say that I believe it's 100% mindset. And the reason that I say that is because I think the most important knowledge that any of us have is our experiences. And so no one can actually have the knowledge of what it takes until they experience trying to do it, right? You can hear about it from somebody else. You can know factual information. But to know how that actually feels, you have to go through it. And so I don't slam anybody or put anybody down saying, like, well, you just don't have the knowledge of what it takes. You just need the experience. You need to actually try it. You need to be able to let go. And so it is mindset. I do a lot of mindset coaching with people. I help them to understand and really organize their thoughts and their feelings from their subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is a feeling center. It tells you how excited, how fearful, how anything you feel about any situation and any experience. And for so many people, for all of us, really, if we don't know what the outcome will be of something, our brains will fear the worst. We will imagine the feeling of the worst possible scenario, handing that task over to an employee. It doesn't get done and our world blows up. Well, really it won't. So it's being able to address that emotion and that fear and then actually putting some practical steps in place of, okay, let's plan this out. You're going to hand this over. You're going to tell them how to do it. You're going to document it. And then what are the things that could go wrong? When you acknowledge those it actually quiets some of that fear, it helps people to understand Okay, what reality, in reality, what could happen and what could go wrong? Well, if that does, how do I prepare for it? And how do I get past it? Now it's not as scary. You're looking at it in the face. You're not just throwing out there in the world of like, oh, anything could happen. Well, no, this is what's realistic. And it quiets that fear and gives people the courage and the ability to take those steps and actually start making those changes within their business that they need to in order to grow.
1: Now, is there a story you can share of maybe a client you work with and share their challenge they came to you with and how you were able to take them to a new level? Obviously, don't name the names or the company name, but just the the scenario.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, To be honest, there's been countless of them. Um, One of the first ones that comes to my mind is a young man who's about 30 years old and he has uh, his own gym. He's fantastically brilliant, a great example of definitely not a lack of knowledge, He has multiple degrees and even a PhD when it comes to exercise science, the psychology of exercise, um, mechanics of the body. He's very well-rounded in all of his experience on himself with working out, dieting and nutrition. He knows a lot. So he has a gym and he has, um, I think at the time he had three or four personal trainers that worked under him in his gym. And he had several dozen clientele that paid for monthly subscriptions and then dozens others that were just members of his gym a very successful business, but he wanted to grow. He wanted to be able to do more, make more money, expand and have multiple locations, but he was maxed out on his time. He couldn't find another minute in the day. And so it was around those conversations of how do you do this? Well, a big part of it was he even told me a story one day when we were talking about how he has a piece of equipment in his gym that was old and needed to be replaced. This piece of equipment, he said, could be replaced by two new pieces of equipment that would take up the same amount of space, create more efficiency in his gym, and actually be a better situation for all of his paying members. But he had two clients out of nearly 70 clients that came to his gym, two clients that had made comments to him about how they like that piece of equipment and they don't want to see it go. That right there caused him to question his decision of should he get rid of that or not. And he spun his wheels literally for weeks, thinking about it and trying to mull over whether it was worth it to get rid of that one piece of equipment or not. It was simply about the experience of, look, you know, what's best for your clients and you know how to run your gym, do it. They probably don't even realize how good it will be when these other two pieces of equipment are in there. And this is just a tiny little example. It can go as big as people that have hesitated on actually pulling the trigger and going and setting up a second location because they feared that they wouldn't have the time to go and do that, even though they had managers in their business that were telling them, this is a great scenario. You should open a second location. I can help do this. This person can help do this. We can help you open a second location. But they didn't have the comfort in their own mind that they could do it.
1: So what kind of puts them over the edge that gives them the confidence to take that action, to take that risk, or at least perceive risk in their mind?
0: When I work with people, I help them to address that and acknowledge it. Being able to actually speak directly to your subconscious and address those fears and then talk through it with yourself. And as I said, it's creating a systematic approach to it. Laying out your, um, your goals and your actual plan of what steps are you going to take And then the biggest piece of it that really gets people over the edge is saying, let's go down the list and let's create a list of all of the things that could go wrong if we do this. Because in your mind, you always think the world comes to an end. My whole business collapses. Well, is that realistic? What's the most likely thing to actually happen? That's probably not the most likely thing. That's a once in a, you know, one in a million scenario of what you're trying to do. So let's list the most likely things. When you go and list those, say, top five or ten things that could go wrong, it now prepares your mind, and your mind doesn't fear them as much because it's looking them right in the face. And it's understanding, okay, well, if these things are the things that are most likely to go wrong, now I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm prepared for it. If this goes wrong, if scenario one through five goes wrong, I can have an action plan of what I do to recover from that, and it's really not that bad.
1: So so that that exercise, though, of – Kind of playing out, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Write down all the worst things that could possibly happen. What's the best case scenario? Write down all the best things that could possibly happen. And then just feeling comfortable with that reality of this is as good as I can imagine it. This is as bad as I can imagine it. The bad isn't as scary and the, the good seems more likely. Absolutely. And just that activity of writing it or speaking it or having a facilitated conversation around it by bringing it to the fore and to your, um, instead of your subconscious, all those fears that are, you know, kind of nagging at you and you don't know what they are or where they come from, they're mm-hmm. by just getting them out of your system and into the real world. And now it's no longer subconscious. It's now long in your conscious mind then it becomes manageable and that's what you help do with your clients. You help them kind of get a lot of that junk that's in their mind out of their mind and into, you know, get them into kind of a real world thinking so they can take action so they can make educated moves to help them grow their business.
0: Correct. That's a great way of saying it.
1: So now um, you mentioned that uh, business is business is business. So um, are the people that you're working with, are they, tend to be solopreneurs, or they're small firm owners, or it, it could be anybody. But it's always uh, leadership, I would imagine, somebody uh, in a, yes. a leadership role.
0: Yes, it's always leadership role, but it can be anybody. I have worked with solopreneurs, um, I have worked with small organizations, and I've worked with organizations that are uh, you know, 30, 40 employees and fast growing. They all have their own unique problems at the different levels that they're at, but really it all comes down to kind of the same thing. It's analyzing the situation. What are your goals? What action steps do you need? Do you think you need to take? And then assessing what are the risks and the rewards? And then just being prepared for them. It's having someone else kind of guide you and help you along with that to feel like you're not alone in trying to figure these things out. That really gives a lot of comfort to it as well and makes it easier to address what are the possible pitfalls and how much easier is it to actually navigate through those when you're addressing them. You're giving it a the face. It's not just imaginary or a ghost that you don't know where it's coming from. No, you're looking right at it in the face. This is what could happen. All right. I'm ready for it.
1: Now, if somebody wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website?
0: My website is www.startitnow.net. And you can also email me at Tyler at startitnow.net. And I realize Beekler is probably a tough one for a lot of people, but it's B U E c-h-l-e-r and uh, you can also reach out to me on linkedin or facebook Uh, i am tyler Beekler.
1: good stuff well tyler thank you so much for sharing your story today you're doing important work and we appreciate you
0: i appreciate that very much thank you lee
1: all right this is lee Cantor. we'll see you all next time on coach the coach radio